You are listening to the Fancy Free Podcast, where my guests and I tell our most embarrassing, funny stories so that we all feel less alone in our imperfections and forge connection through vulnerability and humor. I'm Joanne Jarrett, and I'm your host. And today I have with me a relatively new girlfriend. Her name is Aline Azam. And Aline is a retired teacher. She retired in June of 2019 after teaching for 30 years. Once COVID hit, she gave up retirement to teach a small group of students in a learning pod. And as if that wasn't enough, she stumbled across Color Street Nail Strip Polish and realized she had an obligation to share this incredible product with anyone and everyone. So after seven months of retirement, she's now crazy busy making a difference for children and nail polish enthusiasts everywhere. (laughs) I love it. Aline, thank you so much for being with me today. Oh, I'm excited. My first time to be on a podcast. Oh, we're making history. <laughs> I'm a good first time. I tell people that all the time because it's like it's a low pressure interview. <laughs> good. Oh my gosh. When I was working, I used to say that to my first time pap smears too. Whether or not it was appropriate, it always broke the tension. <laughs> I am a virgin. Not for long. <laughs> okay. Fill in the blanks. What did I miss about who you are and what you do? I'm married. I have two children. And when I turned 50, that wasn't hard, but really hard is to say that my son is turning 31 and the other's turning 30. That's harder to say than my age, but I think you got it. Two boys and married. I've been married 32 years. I love life. That's awesome. So listeners, the way Aline and I met each other is crazy because we lived in the same city for decades and, or I don't know how long you've, how long have you lived in Reno, Aline? Decades. Yeah. Okay. I moved to Reno in 1980, but I moved away in 2018. And Aline and I didn't meet that entire time. Although I swear we probably saw each other at Rayleigh's. I mean, there's like no doubt. We lived in the very similar neighborhoods and we have a lot of mutual friends. But the way I found Aline is that she sells Color Street meal strips that I'm totally addicted to. And I had a person here in Montana that was selling them for a while, but I didn't know her and I could never find her link easily. And so when I saw that Aline was selling it, I was like, oh, perfect. I'm going to friend this girl on Facebook and start buying my nail strips from her and the rest is history. My girls and I all have a nail polish strip addiction now that we've moved to Montana. Okay, let's get to know you a little better with your rapid fire questions. What is your love language? Acts of meaningful service. Okay, you popped the word meaningful in there. Tell me about that. Little things my husband will do, like he'll warm up the car for me and then he'll put on the seat warmer and make sure my favorite radio station is on. Wow, what a man. So yeah, I mean, he's, he's a great guy, you know, but if somebody were to just say, well, I did the dishes for you, that's not meaningful. It has to be things that really impact me that I can walk away with and go, I, I know that person cares about me. Mm-hmm. They specifically did that to bless me and it's not lost on me. I love that. What is your superpower? I have two. I'm a teacher. That, that is definitely a superpower. For sure. And my other superpower is changing naked finger and or toenails into amazing colors and designs. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> There's nothing like when your nails are naked and then they're not. You're like, oh, I look, so, I look and feel so much better. And if you can get that done quickly and inexpensively without the stress of nail polish getting all over your cuticles, it's a, it's a miracle. <laughs> I agree. What is your best feature? My gray hair. I say gray hair matters. It is why I forget everything. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Your your gray hair is a walking scapegoat. Sweet. (laughs) 
And young people love it. Like people are like, where do you get your hair done? I swear. Because, you know, gray is kind of popular now. People are like, who does your hair? And I'm like, mother nature. Do I not have a picture of you on here? Remind me, did you email it to me? I'll send you a more current. I'll actually wash and do my hair for you. <laughs> you have you have until March. Yes. <laughs> it might happen a few times right. between now and then. Uh, Just make sure you have your phone with you. <laughs> right. If you had 24 hours in your home alone with no pressing to-dos, what would you do? I would play my virtual reality games all day long. What? Tell me about those. Oh, Virtual reality is how you live the COVID dream. Wow. Oculus Quest has a very reasonably priced one now. And you have to get this game called Supernatural, which is a workout program that I cannot tell you. It's over the top amazing. I've been working out. But then there's also just games to play. And I connect with some of my students. We play games together. I've met people all over the world. I've gone to concerts. Pitbull was singing. Cheryl Crow was there. But of course, remember, you're all avatars. So you don't know Mm -hmm. that. Like unless somebody goes, oh, there's Cheryl Crow. And they only know that because they know her call number. And it's really good for your kids because it's very active. My homeschool group has to do PE and we use VR because they're moving and jumping. And it's it's amazing. Oh, that's brilliant. I love it. Okay, you've convinced me. I have to look into that. All righty. And I'll help you. Awesome. Thank you. Okay. If you knew you could not fail, what would you do? I would become a singer, dancer, and actor and land a job in Hamilton as Angelica. I'm with you. I love that dream. I think mine would be very similar. The very first thing I would change about my body if I got to choose one thing is that I would have an amazing set of vocal cords. Yeah. As you know, the point of this podcast is to show that no matter how put together we look, we all have not so fancy moments. So what do you have for us today? I was a second grade teacher for many, many years, and I was sitting on a table that collapsed in front of 24 second graders. A student saw it was going to happen, but here's the most important back history. The student's dad is a high profile, amazing, and I need to say that with what's going on today, amazing politician in our state. And he can communicate well. And his son inherited this communication ability as well, but his was nonstop. (laughs) Not yet refined. (laughs) Correct. He was little. So being that teaching is my superpower, the student and I had created a plan on how he was going to work on sharing his knowledge in an equitable way, since there were 23 other students in our class, his twin sister being one of them. (laughs) So our plan was he would raise his hand without waving it or blurting, et cetera. And so he'd been working on this and you've been doing a great job, but I would call on him right away. Like, cause it's that catch him being good thing. Positive feedback when he's actually following the plan. Immediately. And so I decided I'd done bad enough. And I need to do that variable interaction. So this one day I decided just to wait a little time. That was not a good idea because his handler <laughs> got to tell me he could see the leg of the table was collapsing. <laughs> I was like, I tried so hard to warn you, but I had to follow your rules. <laughs> and that's exactly what he said. <laughs> Oh, that's so cute. Okay. I know who I know the kids you're talking about. I love that family. And my daughter was in plays with him. He was so cute. Yes, I was there. Oh my gosh. Let's see small world, you guys. So crazy. (laughs) 
so cute. That family is adorable, mm-hmm. as you know, and yep. he taught me a lot, but he, he had such a incredible insight into politics that like wow. when we would do things about, you know, if you were president, I would. And his whole thing was about dealing with prices in, in oil and uh, it's what? Just, yeah. It's oh second yeah. Grade. Second, grade. second grade. Yes. I wish I had it to read. I mean, just an amazing family. Um, do you remember what you were wearing? Please tell me it wasn't a skirt. No, because I don't wear skirts when I teach. I Because you're Smart. on the floor. So you were wearing something sensible. <laughs> Correct. This was kind of funny when I felt like nobody laughed. None of the kids laughed. Oh, bless their hearts. Isn't that sweet? But then I got up. I'm like, how come you guys aren't laughing? That was really funny. And then they all started to laugh. <laughs> They didn't want to laugh until they knew you were okay. Yeah. And did you get hurt? No, no, I was not hurt. And I got up and we laughed and I learned a little lesson. Oh, and I did explain to the student that next time when it's an emergency like that, feel free to blurt out. Yes. Emergencies are blurting exceptions. (laughs) (laughs) Good life lesson. That's so cute. Oh my gosh. Okay. What's your next story? A guest speaker at our local university told a story to a graduating class that included information about me when I was in college. Now, I don't know her and she doesn't know me. She knows my husband. So I was in another country visiting my husband's family and my phone started blowing up with text messages. I mean, just like crazy. So the (laughs) speaker. What's the emergency? What's happening? Yeah. So I started looking at all these texts. Well, the speaker was the governor's wife at the time. And she was in the same sorority that I was in, but many years after I'd left. So she was telling the graduating class, which you need to know, several of the students in that UNR graduating class had been in my second grade class uh, about all the many things she did and didn't do while in college. And the one thing she did not do is use Aline Katz's fake ID and that was my fake ID. <laughs> oh my gosh. And she said your name? Well, she said Aline Katz. Is that your maiden name or is that just your fake ID name? No, that's my real name on my fake ID. Because back then, right, you just made fake IDs and mine was good. <laughs> <laughs> well, did you make it yourself? Do you have these skills? No, they had this thing in Better Homes and Gardens where you sent in your picture. I remember clearly making it. And the city I lived in was Pulup, Pulup, Washington. Pulup, yeah. Yeah. And when I left the sorority, I didn't need the fake ID anymore. And so I guess they must have used it time and time again, except she did not use it. And I was just dying. Oh, my goodness. That's great. She doesn't know this. Like I've never met her or anything, but what, what's just crazy is the fact that she knows my husband. (laughs) But does she know the connection? No, she knows nothing. I've never talked to her. He's no longer the governor. It was just such a weird thing. That is crazy. So (laughs) how'd you feel about her using your maiden name in the graduating speech about something that you did that was criminal? (laughs) Right. (laughs) Well, I felt okay because nobody really knows me like that anymore. But what about your kids? (laughs) Well, my children only know me really as a Zam. But what you need to know is, so cats, I'm 96% Jewish. 
married to Azam, who is from the Middle East. Mm-hmm. That's <laughs> so, interesting. Isn't that crazy? <laughs> Someday I hope to run into her and just say, hey, I'm Aline Katz. But I don't, know, <laughs> I don't know her. I think I should try to get her on the show and then tell her during the interview. <laughs> that would be so oh, much fun. <laughs> that would be fun. Yeah, that would be awesome. Tell her we have a mutual acquaintance. <laughs> yes. That sounds somewhat dishonest and bamboozly, but I would only do it if she gave me you know, retroactive permission to, to air it. But wouldn't that be fun? I would love that. We'll try. Okay. How fun. Okay, you guys, I'm going to just jump in really quick to let you know that I actually have made contact with this gal that Aline is talking about, and she seems like she might be willing to come on the show. My ideal scenario would have been to have her cameo on this episode and then do her very own episode in addition to that. But the timing didn't work out. So I'm going to continue to try to get her on the show and I will keep you posted. This episode is sponsored by the Family Personalities Podcast. Do you ever wonder why your kids or your spouse do the things that they do? Sandra, a Myers-Briggs personality type practitioner and M, a personality type enthusiast, dive deep into family relationships and parenting using personality type to help you change the way you see your family. You guys, it's one of my favorite podcasts. I am totally a personality type junkie, and Myers-Briggs has always seemed a little bit too complex and involved and confusing to me, but somehow Sandra makes that go away, and I now look at it as a really, really helpful personality construct for understanding myself and my family members. I'm jealous of all of Sandra's clients if my family would agree to do some sessions with her that would just be like, maybe I'll ask for that for my birthday or something. And then maybe they would do it because I would absolutely love to do that. And she's now getting into even sort of the deeper layer of Myers-Briggs, which is the cognitive functions instead of just the four preference pairs. And I'm so excited to hear more. So if personality type is something that you think could help you and your family relate to each other, or if you're just interested in finding out more about it, head over to Family Personalities Podcast. I would start at the beginning. It's very binge-worthy. Sandra and Em are so fun, and you'll just feel like you had some time with some girlfriends, and you'll learn so much about yourself and your family members that will be applicable and useful in your relationships. I'm actually going to be a guest pretty soon. I am an INFJ, and Sandra's going to interview me about being an INFJ parent. So I'm kind of excited about that. Episodes of the Family Personalities podcast release every Tuesday. So find Family Personalities on your favorite podcast app. What have you been loving lately that you think the listeners would love to? Okay, so an important part of teaching children how to read involves comprehension activities. And one of that being that you teach children that there's a problem and a solution, right, in life or in story. So in my story, the problem was I had to have both my hips replaced. And I I was born with them backwards. And while that helped tremendously with childbirth, I had my first baby in 20 minutes. (laughs) Oh, my gosh. (laughs) Yeah. Beginning to end. Boom. Here you go. You've got a baby. Were you at the hospital? Barely made it. Oh, I'm so glad you didn't deliver in your front yard. Right. A little aside here. So I am a family physician. Family physicians train in obstetrics. I loved obstetrics, so I did as much as they'd let me do during training. Then 
fast forward to when I was pregnant with my own kids, I thought, well, you know, there's so many different kinds of labors and deliveries. I started my labor at 9am and I was like, I better go to the hospital just to make sure I'm not one of those ladies that's going to drop her baby on the front grass. (laughs) Right? Right. So (laughs) the nurse just laughed in my face. She's like, honey, you're not ready. Come back when you think you're going to die. And I'm like, got it. I am not one of those ladies. Now I know, yeah. but you are one of those ladies. Wow. Yeah. And I had no, I, like I had, I was the first person in my friend group to even have a baby and we got held up at a train and, <gasps> but I didn't know I walked in there and, you know, and it was the check. Be- oh, you know, and next thing you know, the doctor's there. And- Sudden chaos in the room and you're like, this is happening. <laughs> yes. And it happened. It was great. Almost 31 years ago. Mm. So, so here's a here's a medical question for you, just because I'm super nosy and curious. Did you tear? You had to have torn. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. yeah okay. I tore. Yeah, and and Ouch. it was not as now. My second one still came pretty quickly, but he kind of induced me because he was on to call, control blah, the blah, situation. Blah, blah. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, it's like, oh no, we need to have you in here, and yeah. yeah. And but then I had my friend there videotaping. I had somebody taking pictures. The doctor walked in and goes, "Is this the Discovery Channel?" <laughs> Oh, that's great. <laughs> I can relate to you saying, I have no documentation of this first labor. I am going to do it differently the second time because I missed out on something. I watched that video tape no longer on Mother's Day because it just makes me cry. But I mean, I have it full on, that baby coming out and you yeah. know, and he's turning 30. And I cherish mm. that. And I think it was worth worth it. But you can't do that anymore. You had your hips replaced. Was it a prolonged process or did you just find out one day, oh, I have to have my hips replaced? I was bone to bone, ripped my labrum in yoga, hot yoga. Dang it. Like couldn't really walk, got home, saw my physical therapist. She kind of got me so I could get to work. And anyway, and then so that's when they knew that I would need to have them both replaced. So I did one and then the next year I did the other. So I had had acrylic nails for over 30 years because I had these little short stubby fingers. And once (laughs) I found out I was having my hips replaced, I was like, I can't sit in these appointments and have my nails Mm -hmm. done or my, or my hair done. So, so that's how I decided to go gray. Of course, you know, during the hip replacement and recovery and then having the other one done and teaching that didn't matter to me about my nails. And then once I was all healthy, I'm like, I really want my nails back. I don't like these little ugly, short nails. And I would try to put nail polish on and it would smear and I'd spill the bottle because I'm a, I mean, I hadn't painted my nails in 30 years. So I was frustrated and I was so close to going to get those acrylics put on, but I'm retired and my budget's not quite what it used to be. And yeah. So when I got introduced to this product, I was like, because I don't really sell things. I was, I'm not like that. And I tried them and I went, oh no, this is so amazing. I need to get this out to everybody. And mostly because it's made in the USA. It's made Mm. in New Jersey. There's no harmful chemicals. There's a lot of knockoff brands out there. Don't buy them. They're horrible. Yeah, it smells like nail polish. There's no dry time, no tools required. Didn't some woman's husband come up with this as a solution for her? That I don't know. I know a man came up with it like 10 years ago and and he tried to sell it through Revlon. But it's not a product you really can understand through a store. 
you're not going to just buy a sticker that's for your nails. You have to be shown how to use it and how easy it is. And if we didn't have COVID, actually having parties would be the best way. Your manicures look like you paid a ton of money when you actually did it in the comfort of your own COVID-free home. My trick is to use shades that are similar in value to my skin tone. And then when they start to grow out, if I know I'm not going to have time, that's what I'll do. And then if they start to grow out, it's like you can't, they're, it's not super obvious, especially on your toes. They last so long. I love them. And my kids love them too. And to the point where we actually, and this was before I found you, I had such a big collection of them and my kids would be like, oh shoot, I'm going to a birthday party. I don't have a present. I'd be like, give them a couple packs of Color Street. They'll love it. You know, and they did. Everybody, right? You know? Right? It is, to me, just an an amazing solution because we want to look nice, but we don't want to spend a ton of time or money and we don't have skills. Like we're good at other things, right? But I'm not good at doing my nails, but I can do this. And the edges are perfect. There's no like going back and getting the colored out of the lines nail polish off of your skin. Even if you get your nails done, like some people who do gel, you could buy these and then extend how long you have to go get Stick it right on top of the gel and you cover up the grow out. Yeah. They're just amazing. It's definitely a fun product. So I wanted to end though with this story because, you know, not all stories have solutions to their problem. <laughs> and so mine is I couldn't dye my hair either. And I haven't found a sticker yet that will work on my gray <laughs> hair. <laughs> That's the end. How can the listeners find this product? I don't want them to have to wait till the end of the episode because some people don't listen to the end. So tell my listeners how they can buy your nail strips. Okay. So I will be happy to offer a 10% discount if you buy my stash, which is the stuff I have. I can't give discounts through the website, but you can text me at 775-233-5197. And I'll repeat it again. 775 775- Two three three five one nine seven. If you just text me and say, "Hey, I heard you on Fancy Free. I'm interested," then I'll just have a conversation with you. And I buy them all. I get everything. I have plenty to choose from. But then I can also give you how to buy them from the website, which is another. Just it's sometimes in the middle of the night you just want to order them. Um, You realize you're out, and you're like, "Oh, this can't be." Yeah. And there's a whole new launch coming. The other thing that's really fun about this stuff is they don't keep the same ones over and over because they like to put in new ones. So it's kind of fun. You can get different colors and different patterns and then they retire. And then the fight's on to get like the retired beanie baby. If you join my Facebook page, I post ideas all the time. You ready for my crazy coincidence? Yes, let me hear it. I love a good coincidence. And you've already had an amazing coincidence. So this is a bonus. Yes. When I was going to school to earn my superpower, I had to complete what was called a first grade practicum class where you just kind of practice and work with the teacher. So when I arrived to the classroom, I was introduced. This is Mrs. Azam, and she's here to practice her superpower. And a student raises her hand and said, are you, and I'm not going to use the kid's name, but are you so-and-so's mom? Because that child's last name was Azam. And it's not, Reno, Nevada, Azam is not a common name. I've never heard it before. Never, right? So, well, of course, I was not this kid's mom. And (laughs) you'd think that's the end of the story, right? Well, 
Fast forward eight years from there, my son and I are taking snowboard lessons and our teacher is, yes, that kid with the same last name. Wow. No, oh yeah. He's 16 and he is our snowboard instructor. And people all the time say, hey, do you know this kid? And his, his sister's very popular too here. And I'm like, no, I don't know. Well, this is no lie. So last month before Christmas, a student that does math games with me, her mom is a photographer. And she texted me and said, hey, I was taking pictures at a school and there's this little boy and he had the last name, Azam. And are, is he related to you? And of course, it was that kid's son. Oh, my gosh. Oh. And so now he's like about first grade when I first met his dad. Oh, my gosh. That's so cute. Wow. Yeah. Okay. Would you be willing to share one surprising thing about yourself that nobody would be able to tell just by looking? I do. I have something. Are you ready for it? Yes. I don't have any nipples. Yes, my breasts are nipple free. (laughs) Now, is this a born an inborn thing or did you get your nipples removed? So there's a story and I have to tell it. So when I was 38, I was diagnosed with breast cancer. My mom died of breast cancer at 40. My grandma had it. My aunt had it. So I was being screened started at 25. And luckily I had an incredible radiologist who caught the early stages. It looked like it actually looked kind of normal because the changes were in both breasts and any normal radiologist would have probably just said, "Ah, she's on her period or, you know, she's pregnant or whatever. But he came in and talked to me. And so needless to say, I was immediately rushing because it was a very aggressive type of cancer. So I decided to have a tram flap reconstruction because I had a lot of extra fat. They take the fat out of your stomach and mm-hmm. that's how they create your breasts. That's how you and make they rotate lemonade. it. So it's the blood supply. Yes. And that's how you make lemonade out of lemons, right? Yeah, sister. The part of the reconstruction involves creating nipples by flipping the skin and then they tattoo around it. Oh, I didn't know that. Huh. Okay. I didn't do the tattooing. They, so it looks typical, right? They, mm-hmm. everybody wants to look. The, so that flip skin meant that my headlights were on all day long. Oh, brother. And I never had that problem before. And so I had nipples for about five days. And then I called my plastic surgeon and he had me come into his office. He cut off my nipples and I went to watch my son's baseball game. Oh my gosh. That's fascinating. (laughs) I do not have nipples anymore. Wow. The breast cancer is terrifying. I'm so sorry. You had so much loss in your family to that. You know, I believe in if you're proactive and you get yourself checked out and and that saved my life. Wow. Yep. And it's funny because if I do go to the gym and I see women with nipples, I kind of stare. <laughs> because, it's eye catching. You can't help it. Well, or I haven't had nipples since I was 38. So wow. it's weird. Like I don't, to me, like, this what is, is that? Oh yeah, those nipples. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So oh my that's gosh. my funny story. Wow. That is so interesting. Okay. Tell my listeners where they can find you online. I'm at Facebook is Shabam Nails, S-H-A-B-A-M Nails. And then you can find me at colorstreet.com slash Shabam. And then, of course, my cell phone number is 775-233-5197. And I'm happy to 
share with you uh, the greatest stuff about Color Street. Perfect. And I will put all that stuff in the show notes too, guys, so you don't have to pull over and write that down right now. Oh my gosh, Aline, this has been so much fun. Thank you so much for being with me today. Oh, I love the invitation. I was super nervous, but I'm no longer a virgin. That's right. You're a pro now. But I'm not going to cheat on you. (laughs) You're not. (laughs) Just just wait when this audio comes out. Somebody might invite you because you're kind of a natural. (laughs) (laughs) She's going to be easy to edit, you guys. You won't won't know because they're all edited up at the end, but hers is going to be so easy. (laughs) Oh, my goodness. I can't wait. Thank you. I really appreciate it. And thank you so much for being my customer. You are a really good customer, and I appreciate it. Oh, absolutely. I will be your faithful and loyal customer for as long as you're doing it. Thank you so much for listening to the Fancy Free Podcast today. I just had so much fun talking to Aline. I'm just mad at myself for not having met her in person before we moved away from Reno because she and I, I know, would have a ton of fun together. Make sure to check out today's show notes for all the links we discussed today at fancyfreepodcast.com slash episode nine six. Remember to subscribe to the show so that new episodes pop into your feed each week. If you have a story to tell, email me at notfancy at fancyfreepodcast.com or go to fancyfreepodcast.com, click the red button, record a voice memo, I'll clean it up on my end, and then I'll pop it into our next episode as a listener story. It will be so much fun. And if you want more connection, laughter, and sharing, join the Fancy Free Facebook group. It's our own little private slice of the internet. And today's question of the week is, what in the world have you been doing about your fingernails since the pandemic started? I would love it if you'd follow the Fancy Free podcast on Instagram and tell at least one girlfriend about the show. Make sure you check out Family Personalities Podcast. And remember, if you want some cozy loungewear, you should check out Shelfie Shop. That's S-H-E-L-F-I-E-S-H-O-P-P-E.com and use the code Fancy Free for free shipping. Have a great week. And remember, no one is as fancy as they look.